I wonder how much of this uh, bullshit intro will make it into the podcast this week. Welcome to Verbal Diary, the podcast, with your hosts, Cy Joplin and James Norton. Strap yourself in for the rants and bants. I'm really concerned because so we've got a bit of a different setup this week in terms of the tech we're using, and I'm really concerned that the, the little microphone stem stalk thing mm-hmm. is really close to your glasses. Uh, you might be tapped. Move it. You ready? I like to move it. Move it. Is that better? Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Clickety click. Lick it. Yeah, you, you're, talk, you're listening to the verbal diary customer service today. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're basically sitting here with headsets on because we're trying to find a better solution because for you, dear listener, I think the experience over the past few weeks of listening to this podcast beyond the awesomeness of the actual rants and bants that we deliver has been pretty poor. The, mm-hmm. the sound quality has been, um, what's the word, sorry? Shit. And um, <laughs> in general, I don't think I've, I've been entirely satisfied of you. Um, I, yeah, I agree. I think the content. No, I just, I just kicked the table. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Really this is see, this is the problem. We 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 need to invest a huge amount of money. Yeah. Into a proper podcast studio that we can go to because we really like recording the podcast face to face. I mean, right now, Sai is kicking back in his chair. He's got his hands behind his head. Oh yes. He is looking like someone who thinks it's summer, and um, it's nice to be able to see that. Well, at least we can see each other, right? Which is a good thing. It's particularly but nice for you to be able to see this, me. It's an amazing view. But yeah, technically we are struggling, I think, and acoustically it does come through like lots of background noise, a lot of reverb, you know, not very direct voices as well. So we'll see. There's a few options in the cards, and then we'll go from there. Now, dear listener, if you can uh, hear some cackling in the background, it's because we are not recording in a soundproof booth as we should be but we are recording in a more open space than we ideally should be just so we can look at each other this is all for our pleasure but it means that there's some people near us who are talking very loudly mm-hmm. in a very cackly way yep um and i think their conversation sounds way better than ours oh, so but should, it we, is. Should, should we should we, uh, should we fuck just... off the podcast and go and have a listen to them put a glass to the wall and listen oh, let's not be creepy let's just walk into the room <laughs> just boom straight in <laughs> um Anyway, let's anyway. move on. That's all a bit meta. I know, but How it's worth mate? raising. I'm all right, mate. I'm good. I'm good. It's been a good week, I think. Has it? been a pretty good week. Has it? Why? What have we been up to? Last week, we had the mighty Derby County play Leeds United. My beloved Derby County went into a game that was, they should have statistically lost, but they managed to redeem themselves and just annihilate the opposition. So, annihilate. 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 And this is for the championship, the English Football League Championship for playoff finals into the Premiership, which is so, one so of the most expensive now? games in the world. So what happens now? They, so they... we go into the Wembley yeah. on Bank Holiday Monday to play the mighty Aston Villa, which is my other halves chosen team as well. So Aston Villa against Derby, Derby County. County. Or Derby, as a lot of people pronounce Now for it. all of our foreign... I think foreign, that's really unfair. For all of our non-English verbal diarists. Yes. Is that what we call people who listen to this? Let's go with it. For all our non-English or non-British verbal diarists, um, can you explain how big a side Derby County really are? Massive. They are the... No, they're nowhere near. They used to be one... They've got a lot of history, especially against Leeds, because our... One of the finest managers we ever had, Brian Clough, um, got us all the way through to the win of the league and then disappeared to Leeds and completely lost it. There's a great story behind this called The Damn United. It turned into a movie as well. Um, so if you want to get the context, it's actually what quite... movie? It's called Damned United. Oh. I can't remember the guy's name who's in it, but he, he's a really good actor. Um, he's been in quite a lot of good movies as well. Uh, it'll come to me when I Google it. Good it'll come Google. to me when Google <laughs> tells me the answer. It'll come Michael to Sheen, me. that was it. Who? Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen. You know Michael Sheen. He's been in so many I'm things. I'm aware of him. I'm, yeah. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm like, I'm not like a super fan like you. In fact, the cast has got quite good. It's Timothy Spall's in there as well. Jim Broadbent. You know, there's a few, a few good actors. Jim names Broadbent. Yeah, he was it? almost Del Boy. So um, there's a lot of history between, between behind the Derby County Leeds rivalry. Um, but yeah, for us, it's, for me, Derby born and bred. Uh, and, and when was the last time that Derby 
I don't know what that. How do you say Derby in a Derby? Just Derby. 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 When was the last time at Derby? We're in the uh, in in the top flight top of flights. English football. Oh, I could Google that, but I'm not going to bother. I think it was around 20, no, 2012, and we were record-breaking worst performing team in the league ever. So, you know, nailing the records here. We've got some stuff to live up to. Then. Exactly. Um, okay. but it's very exciting. You know, it's, it's just, it's good fun to see. It was such a great game to watch as well. I don't normally watch football games. Even my wife was getting excited and she was, it's not even her team. So that was good. That was one of the uh, highlights of the week for me. Um, what about you? What's been going on? Not a lot, really. In the no. last week or so. No, it's all been... Pretty quiet. Mediocre, would you say? Mm, not that bad. It's been fine. I mean, it's been a, it's been a wonderful life to live. No highlights to call on, anyway. It's been a wonderful life to live, Si. That's wonderful all you life. need to know. It's just been. This is my. I'm living the dream. Amazing. Right and now, I'm living the dream. Obviously, because you're watching me right now, right? <sighs> Silence taken as an agreement. <laughs> so last week we had show notes, like pre-recorded show notes. Prepared, oh, sorry. Do, show notes. do we have do we have show notes? I've done week? some this week as well. I haven't looked at them. I, I knew you wouldn't. Where, where are the show notes? They're, they're in the same places we normally put stuff. <laughs> whoa, 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 hold on. Where's that? Should we say on public? It's Google Drive. We've got a Google Drive directory with all Google those Drive. things, right? So hold on. Where do I go? Is it a doc? It, it, yeah, it's a verbal diary. Twenty-two doc. Verbal Diary 22. I don't see it. It's in the Verbal Diary 22 folder. (laughs) Probably not synchronised, have you? Um, But yeah, I mean, there's a few things in there. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold in. Do you know, so I'm using my iPad right now. I don't actually have Google Drive installed. How is that even possible? I know how that's possible. So so if you went in there, you would have seen the the options for the article of the week this week as well. Ooh. There are a few contenders. Can we put the notes somewhere that I actually look at? Where would you prefer? Your T-shirt. <laughs> just can, walk can, can around. Just walk around with the show t-shirt. notes on the whole week. Because I'm always looking at your T-shirt. We, do, we should get Verbal Diary T-shirts, though. We should do Verbal Diary with T-shirts. Hashtag Rants and Bants on the back. Hashtag Rants, rants and, and Bants. bants. <laughs> well, we can have Rants and Pants, but rants that's more underwear. Rants and Bants. We, but we, we could go... So we're, What's that um, the, the custom T-shirt printing website that all of the podcasts use? Um, Cotton Bureau. Yes. Um, which is based in the US, and we're obviously in the UK, so that's maybe not good. There is one in Europe. I can't remember what it's called it's now. It's a few. Vista Print and stuff like that. Um, Vista Print. Vista Print. That's not very hipster of you. For oh, someone like you, who's a right old hipster. I'm, I'm, I'm showing my age with the web now. Vista Print was Vista. cutting Vista print. Cutting edge. Send me the show notes, mate. Oh, can you send me a link to the show notes? I'll send you the link. Okay. Because then I can open it up. Um, hashtag rants and bants. Rants and pants. Merch. <laughs> I still prefer rants and pants. <laughs> well, that, that, that's a product rather I than know. a brand. Russian rants and bants merch. Merch, yeah, it's merch. Okay. That's what it is, it's merch. Oh, here we go. Here we go. So, let's have a look. So, we've got more pre-prepared bands. There's the a few notes, notes in there as well, which so, we've already talked on. So, I like, I like this. You write the show notes, and I never know where they are. <laughs> you That's just, how our podcast You just read them works. out and copy. C- can you explain the third one to me? Oh, this is a bant. No, rant, sorry. Step or is, it, back, or rant. is it a pant? Is it a pant? No, it's rant. Go. Rant at me. Electric companies. Oh. oh. Oh, we got an email yesterday Scottish from our, and our provider. Yeah, I wasn't going to name them, but we can. Scottish and Southern. SSE. So the, 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 the tagline is, SSE, don't mess with me. Um, <laughs> just because it rhymes. <laughs> we got a bill yesterday. Hashtag. Hashtag. Don't mess with me. Don't mess with me. It's good. It's good. Should we be making notes? There's a section in the document for these suggestions. Oh, there is a, there's a hashtag section in the... Okay, I'm just... You, you talk, I'll, you I'll edit. Um, so we got the bill. I can't edit. And I opened it thinking, oh, yeah, whatever, it just, it'll be fine. Yeah, and it came through the £1,500 bill, and we're going to be changing your direct debit from X amount to five times the amount, so up to 300 quid for a single month of direct debit. Like, what so, sorry, what were you paying before? So, paying about £60 direct debit a month, which is quite low. For what? 
for electricity. Just electricity. Just for lecky, nothing not, else. Not not gas. No, because we don't have How gas. How do you heat your house? We have uh, domestic oil, which is an extra cost as well. Domestic oil. Yeah, we have it oil delivered in a tanker to our garden. What the to, fuck? To boil the water. I in don't understand this. Hold this on. Not, just... Hold on. <laughs> Explain. What do we need to explain? We do not have a gas supply to the village. So your heating, so you've got a central heating system. Yep. And your boiler. The boiler is in the garden. And, and, and we it, have got an oil tank right next to it. And it burns the oil. Yep. And that heats the water. And it heats the water. For your central heating. For central heating. What about for your hot water? Same. It's all part of the same system. So how much oil do you use in a week or month or <sighs> year? I couldn't give you numbers, but we generally top up about £300 worth every couple of months. So it's quite expensive compared to gas. Yeah. Bloody Your hell, face is Ill, I know. So how do you cook? Electric. Because we've got electric hob and electric oven. I know. <laughs> That's I know. Just, I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> and so someone has to come with an oil tanker. Yeah, yeah a tanker that delivers oil to our garden. oil yeah. into like a container of yeah. some description. And we've even got like a community organisation that crowdsources it. Because <laughs> the whole village are on it, obviously. God, this is, this is like a whole different world. You know. Anyway, back to the original rant. So, yeah, Southern Electric, Scottish Southern Electric, wherever they are. I don't understand. Scottish and Southern. That one. It's like Scotland's north. And then they've covered south just by broadly. Anyway, got those stupid bill. For God's sake, I'm going to have to ring them to sort this out. Oh, we're closed at weekends. Great. Okay, so I'll ring you first thing in the morning just to see what's going on. Give you meter readings because whenever I try to put the meter readings in, it doesn't let me either. So, I don't know, for God's sake, I'll ring it. Automated script. Can you tell us the numbers over the phone? Yes, I can. This doesn't compute. Can, we'll take you through to an advisor. Okay, please do. Uh, we can't speak to you because you're not the main account holder. Oh, well, my wife works full time. She doesn't get time in the day to make calls. How do we solve this? It's like, uh, can you not make a, get her to ring us? No, I can't. So we're going to have to find an opportunity for her to ring them. They don't do um, meter readings on site during the weekends. They only do it from nine to five weekdays. It, it just like my, my mind is boggled at this point. They're not made in this world anymore. People don't stay at home waiting for people to turn up, like postal services and oh, service, whatever it is. It's just, it pissed me off something chronic. And I'm, I'm going to lay into them. I'm really just laying into them big time now. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm trying to keep my rants low. <laughs> I can't go off on too much a tangent, but they I, they are making my gr- gears grind something chronic. Do you do you do you struggle with electric companies? Do you? Not? What do you mean by struggle? Do, I mean, do you have a a relationship with them? Do you give a shit about? Them? Oh, I speak to my electric <laughs> company every every couple of hours. <laughs> <laughs> One first name terms. I, call, oh, I, I bet you are. I, I call them Steve. Um, oh, is it a woman? No. Um, it's a company. But I couldn't even tell you who our provider is. Do you not Part of a... me wants to say NPower, but that's how I don't think it is. That's how memorable they are. You... Every three months or so, they send me an email going, send us meter readings. I click a button, and then I enter some numbers, and then they take money out of my account. <laughs> Nice. And that amount of yeah. money seems to be the same all the time. It should be about the same normally, right? So so I, I've had a not entirely dissimilar situation to yourself in the past. Okay. So um, not where I live now, but previously I lived in a flat mm-hmm. that was built in the 1980s. And the person who owned it before me rented the flat out. And um, I don't know what type of person he was renting it to, but he put in a, he hadn't, he'd taken away the, it was electric only, mm-hmm. no gas. None of this weird oil, oil. stuff. Coal. We had coal delivered. <laughs> um, we, we, we basically just had fossils delivered. And I had Excellent. to deal with it myself. All you need. So it was just electric. So he'd taken away the um, meter, and in the cupboard instead, he'd put in a what's called a prepay system. Right. So and this is an economy seven system. So you've got two. So you've got two different rates. You've got one during the day when it's uh, relatively expensive, and then you've mm-hmm. got a rate at night when it's quite a lot cheaper. So I had to take this key, I had a physical key. I remember this. With like a microchip of some description on yep. it. And I would take that down to the local uh, news agent. And I'd say to him, put 20 quid of, or typically more like 100 quid on here. Yep. And then I'd go back and I'd put the key in 
but I could only fill up either the standard rate or the economy seven. So I put 100 quid on the standard rate, go back to the shop, <laughs> another 100 quid, and that would go on the economy seven. Anyway, I did that for a few months, um, uh, actually for longer than I should have. It was a little while, probably about a year. And then I phoned up the electric, electric company and um, I said to them, can you put a meter in? They said to me, uh, yes, we can put a meter in great so i don't have to go down to the shop to buy my electricity yep. and bring it back on a key um so they put the electricity in, and actually it was more expensive to be on a normal meter than it was to do this key business but not by much it was it was so close that it, you know yeah the convenience trumped it so they said fine what we'll do is we, they, a man came and he was a man's man man's man and he came With and, a and he wrench. But it was quite interesting because he took he took the what, what he did was he didn't actually change the system all he did was where we used to put the key in he put like a permanent thing in and sort of locked it and i couldn't i couldn't pull it out and that turned it into a normal meter somehow i didn't never really understood how this worked and it had like numbers on the front to show the usage yeah. anyway even though you were prepaying so they just those were the numbers anyway so um they set me up on a direct debit for like 40 quid a month or something yeah. whatever it was it's a one bedroom flat it wasn't that, it be that expensive no. anyway um uh, I came a couple of years later. That was must be about four years later, something like that. Um, I've never even thought about my electricity bills. They were always very reasonable. I felt so. But four years later or so, uh, I'm ready to move out. And I was keeping the flat. I was I was going to uh, rent it, and or I did rent it in fact. And um, so I phoned up the electricity company and said, uh, "I'm moving out." And they were like, "Awesome, good job. We need a final meter reading." So I sent them a final meter reading. And they came and they sent me a bill in the post. And I was like, I assumed there might be like 50, 100 quid, mm -hmm. something like that. No, it was three and a half thousand pounds that they'd undercharged me over four years. Fuck. Because they just accepted their direct debit and it never changed. How'd they get away with this? Well, they didn't. Because I phoned up and I unleashed the hashtag <laughs> rants and bans. <laughs> Um, in quite a significant way, and they accepted that they'd, you know, they screwed they made up. Made a mistake, yeah. But no, they, they made a mistake. I don't, I don't know if they didn't really say that. If I remember rightly, they accepted that they should have reviewed more often, exactly. and that they never communicated with me, and so they wrote. So they didn't write everything off. They left me with about an eight hundred quid bill or something. Still a significant um, amount, though. Let the moral of the story be this, dear listener. Go. Review your bills. That, yeah. So what's happened now for you? Have you have you solved all this? Oh, no, no. We're in the middle of it right now. I've, I've got to... Cause the other thing is that I gave him two meter readings. He said, what's the third one? I said, there's only two that I've got. So I need to go home and make sure there's not a third reading that I'm missing. Because um, then I'm going to say, right, you're going to have to get someone out on a weekday. So I'm going to have to take a day off work to sort this out for you. And it just they, 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 they prey on the vulnerable. This is the way I look at them. They, they're terrible. They just unleash these bills people go shit gotta pay it no you don't you, you, you should you should rightly question it and see what and make sure they think properly about their customers you know you have companies that do go customer first customer first now electricity companies are, they don't do that at all <gasps> did i use the special word oh no no we're gonna have to cut that bit electricity companies are ourselves i agree utilities as a whole <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. I, mean, I think um, this whole monthly direct debit thing is a complete joke as well. Because they they get to hold through the summer months, they're holding your money for to ransom. Um, yeah, but then it normally balances out in the winter months, which is which is cheaper for you to run. Sure, but I'd rather hold that money myself. Yeah, earn the interest on I it. I kind of see the advantage of doing spreading it across the year. That's yeah. fine, but I, I know what you mean. It should be my money, and I'll pay you and I owe you it rather than you taking it from me. I think um, what, the, what what they should do is when you move into a new home or you set up a new account, they should just give you ten thousand pounds, just as a credit, right? And then they should charge you like a monthly fee for giving you that ten thousand pounds, right? That'd be good. It's like a credit, like card. a lot. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So it's been a bit of. A oh, well, I hope that gets sorted. It will get sorted, but it's just all the hassle of doing it. That's the problem. They are. Ooh, <laughs> drop that bombshell. Right, let's move on before we get any more sweary. No, they're cleans. Cleans. <laughs> it's a good job we've not got censorship in podcasts, isn't it?
<laughs> yeah, they are. are you marking this podcast as adult? Every time. Unless it, it, it's a given. I always talk about Oh, you're talking about the next round of leaks in your next... Uh, oh, yeah. Um, you, no, you preempted what I'm going to do. Ne- so, so I'm looking at the... Uh, do you want to do the segue? Uh, sorry? Do the segue into Do the segue? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking at the next item in your show notes and talking about leaks. Um, the next item in the show notes... Something about EU elections? Oh, that those leaks. <laughs> That's about the further ones. I think we need to stop saying the word leaks because I am going to cut every reference to the word leaks. <laughs> we can't use it. It's too far. I can't, you can't say leaks. No. In a, um... So I see the next item in the show notes is all about a bunch of fuckwombles. <laughs> <laughs> Great choice of words. Do you know what we could do? We can't use the word leaks, but we can use the word leap. So maybe every time we've said the word bleep, instead I'll put the, I'll put a bleep over it. I like your thinking. Are you capable of doing this in the edit? I can bleep out the word cunt. Yeah. <laughs> but it means that you and I can talk how we really want to talk, and we just bleep out the really this is bad how radio stuff. do it, right? Well, leave fuck, shit, bollocks. They're, they're all right. They'll stay in there, but bleep is too far. Good. What about clunge? We'll see. Let's talk about the EU elections. <laughs> Let's briefly talk about EU elections. Um... I, do you know who your local candidates are? No. Do you know where to look for them? Yes. <laughs> They're in the rivalry tower. I mean, no. Do you I've know got, where to find I've got out? a postal what? voting thing. Right. So they issued all their manifestos and... Sorry? Have they issued all... What the hell? Sorry? <laughs> manifestos? Massive manifestos, yeah. There's no manifestos. I haven't seen a manifesto. So you've got leaflets with all their... I've seen a leaflet. Yeah. So do you know who you're voting for this week? No. I will, I'm doing a postal vote. Okay. I will vote. Good. I will vote. That's the main thing. Because, yeah, I can't vote for the Brexit party. I mean, they're just a bunch of leaks. I mean... <laughs> but um, I'm thinking uh, it'll be Greens or Lib Dems, yeah? Right, so we're on the same page, because that's my... One of the, it's one just of the whether... There. It's just which one is a better protest vote. Well, not a protest vote. No, which is I'd a better tactical vote. I still have to go in the morals, but it's just between those two. I don't know which one's... I don't know which one's a better tactical vote. But, um, yeah. Yeah, but I was really struggling to find a proper list of all the local candidates in our area because we're, we're East Anglia, which is quite broad. Lo- loads and loads of those. Turns out there's eight parties with five candidates for each party. So you're not even just voting for a party. You're voting for the individual as well. I can't be asked to look at every single one of those. I just want to know... Okay, who's the right person for the, that? But the way the way you do it is with any voting system, you order the candidates by level of leap leap. I'm using this word now. And then this whole podcast is just going to be bleep after bleep, isn't it? And it's um, the bleeping one. So yeah, um, so, so you listen by order of bleep three, and um, then uh, just just just. Vote for the one with the least level of. I oh, see. So you're going the least. Leapy. I'm going for the most. Leapy, I think. So you're voting for Farage. <laughs> I'm not going Brexit. That's the problem. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, really, I didn't want to get too political. Got to point the facts out that there is a vote on this week, and you should vote whether you like it or not. My main point was I can't find the bloody candidates, and I don't know who, anything about these candidates, even when I found a list of them, because it just is a name. There's no links. There's no details about them. They're just about a bunch of leaks, basically. <laughs> this is going to be the hardest edit I've had to do. Oh, I can't wait to hear your edit of this. I was cutting this whole segment out. <laughs> um, let's move on, shall we? So the next point in your uh, show notes, sorry, I'm, I'm just moving it on because I can't, I, if I have to bleep the word leaked out anymore. Um, we have a new mic set. We've spoken about the new mic set. Yep, we do. Um, what have we been watching or listening to? It's another question, potentially you bring it up. Have you been watching anything lately this week? Or? So this is sort of media of the week. Yeah. Are we adding another segment to the podcast? We, 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 we adding do. another segment to the podcast? I mean, this is something I think that I... It sounds to me like you're adding another segment to the podcast. Let's do it. JFDI. Let's fucking do it. So how does this work? So do we alternate media of the week? Ooh. Ooh. Or do we just bring up whoever's got something brings it Anything. up? Anything. I think this one is just an open... Like the, last, the previous week. So we need to sing a duet? Oh, shall we? No. <laughs> media... Well, why oh. don't we just not have a song for this? It's just not bothered to really. Maybe we need to go back onto Fiverr and get some jingles for the some different more sections. Um, anyway, what have you... Sai, hello. Hello. What have you been watching or listening to in the last week or so? Ooh. Well, I've not been watching that Game of Thrones thing, that's for sure. 
I don't, oh. I really don't get it. So I don't understand why I haven't watched it because my wife, who does watch it, just describes it to me as lots of naked women. I know. Like, Hold on a minute. Why am I not watching this? Because you're not a dirty old perv. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, it, it, it just, I mean, we used to call it Tits and Dragons for a reason. Tits and Dragons? Tits and Dragons. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like the name of a pub in your village. <laughs> Actually, that's a good point. <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, no, I just don't get it. My wife's the same. She loves it. She's obsessed enough to pay for the subscription so she can watch it. I don't care. I just fall asleep. I literally fall asleep to it whenever it's been on. And even though there are lots of naked people on there, don't care what gender, it's fine. There's lots of fights. There's awesome effects. I just don't care. I don't know what is going on. It's just a load of Middle Earth people fighting it out. Or Northern. I think it's in North and South. That's probably Miss New. So what have you been listening to or watching? What have I been watching? Oh, there was something that we watched at the weekend that was quite interesting. Um, Line of Duty. So okay. I've, I've gone into that. And I think there's, there's a weird link because they film it around Birmingham, which I know quite well, obviously, with my uh, Midlands heritage. I know it quite well. I know it quite well. But it's brilliant when you're watching the, the scenes and going, oh, I used to work down there. Oh yeah, I always walk around there. I, I know that bit. And to the extent the first series was recorded in my old company, the, the old West Midlands Fire Service HQ. Now derelict, but they used it as a film set. But it's brilliant to watch that. But to be fair, this, this, the plots are really interesting and I love how twisted it all gets with the cops and the, the secret, all the secrets behind the police force. What about you? Have you seen it? Do you, you got anything no. else you've been watching or listening to? I've been listening to nothing really. I mean, my my daughter is just beyond obsessed with Hamilton, um, so we, so we listen to that playlist. all the time. Have you seen Hamilton? No, you've told me about this, though, and I need to uh, probably give it a go because Hamilton is just fucking awesome. You do, you do speak very highly of it, several, quite a lot actually. Awesome. Uh, I mean, Hamilton is definitely one of the best things I've, one of the best things I've ever seen. Okay. One, one of the best bits of like art I've ever seen. You've got to see Hamilton. I will, but it's yeah. Do it's, you want me to take you? Oh please. Should we should we have a verbal diary night out? Let's have a verbal diary night out. Oh come on, let's have a verbal diary night out. I think that's a oh that'd be so cute. Um. <laughs> Should we take Roman mics with us and record the whole thing? No. <laughs> no, God no. no. That would be a pure edit version. No, but I, I yeah, I, I, I think we should have a verbal diary night out. To see oh, Hamilton? Because I'm desperate to see it again. How desperate. many times have you seen it then? Once. Okay. And I am... So I know people that are like serial watchers of theatre shows and it's... I am go back desperate to see it again. Seriously. I just, I love Hamilton. You love it that much. I love it. Loving it, I love it, it, me. it. I love it, me. <laughs> you love it. Um, yeah. So, have you got anything you've been watching lately that you is worth talking about or not? You're struggling. No. Never mind. That's <laughs> I'm fine. not a big watcher of like TV and shit like that. I'm more of a. I don't. Yeah. No. You don't do it. The one thing I have watched, I was I actually watched caught an episode randomly off Netflix the other day. I watched it a few months back, which I'll recommend to you is Glow. Oh, that is brilliant. Have you seen it? Oh, I love it. Global, yeah, glamorous ladies of wrestling. No, gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Oh, sorry. Gorgeous. It's brilliant. It's so 80s. It's I fantastic. I think the soundtrack is one of the best soundtracks it I've is. ever heard, actually. I love it. I love it. I was talking to awesome soundtracks, Derry Girls and All 4, Channel 4. It's like the Irish sort of Derry situation, but it's teenage girls from the 90s. So the soundtrack is pure 90s. It's such fun to watch. Um, very naughty and silly as well, joke like silly jokes, but it's very funny. Do appreciate. We should. That. I mean, it's it's just. I love Glow. It's just. Got... brilliant. It's coming back soon as well. I think next year. I think it is. No, I think sooner than that. Is it sooner than that? Yeah. I feel. I, my I mean, wife I, found out. I really hope so. Does your wife like it? She loves it as well. Yeah. Because my wife doesn't like it particularly. She. Well, she. To the point. I mean, it's not so much she doesn't like it as she refused to watch it. Oh dear. Which really, I thought was a bit shit. To be honest, we do struggle to find shows to watch together. Exactly. But so we that did, is one. We did try a show um, the other day, uh, last night, in fact, called Ozark. Oh, yeah, that's good. So we just started that. So okay. we're, I won't spoil we're, that. We're, we're Ozarking. I think we're into season two. I can't remember how far we got with season two, actually. We need to probably catch up. But that's really good. I recommend that one. Yeah. Basically, we're Netflixers, aren't we? Netflix is just 
We don't Netflix and chill, but we definitely Netflix. I'm not allowed to chill. <laughs> not ever. Oh, no, no, no. Are you mad? Right. Shall we move on? We've, we've yes. ranted a lot for the last yes. nearly half an hour, actually. We've, so, we've, uh, got, we've, we've got an awful lot of rants and an awful lot of bants and very, very little. A shitload of editing of, to do as well. Like, oh, God, what a And beeping. Um, Let's do this. So, next segue. It's Article of the Week. Verbal Diary with Sian James. Got it. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> at me. Oh, this week is my turn, and this is an article that I caught last week. I think it was. Um, I think I've sent you the link. Have you got it? Mm-hmm. And this, my friend, is another attempt to slam into our favourite messaging and social media giants. Um, this is an article called "Why WhatsApp Will Never Be Secure." It is by a guy called Oh God, I don't pronounce his name. Pa- Pavel Durov. Does that sound about right? In a Pavel... northern accent. Say it again. Pavel Durov. <laughs> it's not D apostrophe. I didn't say it was. How do you pronounce that name? Pavel Durov. Yeah, you're better than this. But yeah, so basically he's one I of the... I don't know if that's the right way. So uh, uh, Pavel, we apologise. Yes, we do. But he is one of the guys behind the messaging app Telegram. Um, secure, open source, doing the right things sort of messenger area. And he's having a real good go at WhatsApp after all the recent security leaks and what they've been doing. I find it quite insightful. There's quite a few areas in there that they he, he dives into. So, um, yeah, he makes a point, you know, every time WhatsApp has to fix a critical vulnerability in their app, a new one seems to appear in its place. All of their security issues are conveniently suitable for surveillance and look and work a lot like backdoors. Um, we've talked about the the mighty Facebook a few times in the past. The mighty. The mighty, yeah, we can't get away from that shit kind of company. We've talked about messaging apps as well, going Leaps. right back. Leaps, that's Facebook. Cunt. If you're hearing a lot of beeps right now, do you know why? <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I like where this is going, and I like what, Telegram guys are actually doing around this because we, we know we need a secure messaging pl- platform that we can actually rely on, we can trust. WhatsApp is the de facto, I think, when we talk to, especially in the UK anyway, most people are either on, te- on WhatsApp are aware of it, they know what it is. And I can bet the bottom dollar that the next person I need to message is on WhatsApp, right? Bet your bottom dollar. Your bottom dollar. The dollar on <laughs> my bottom. suit me, does it, that phrase? <laughs> no, I don't think it does. <laughs> but everyone is using it, despite... And last week, there was a leak, that, and there was something in the press about, you know, everyone should delete and install the update and get away and make sure you get all the latest patches and all this. They didn't do it. And I know they didn't do it, because I was, I was watching all the people that aren't techies like me, just going, oh, should we... Uh... We should probably uh, update. Yes, you should delete, actually, if, if you want to go that way. I've suggested something like Signal or Telegram to get away from it, but they're not, obviously, because it's the mass market. Anyway, ranting a lot around this, and I wanted to throw it in your radar to see what your sort of take is on this as well. Well, I don't have a particularly sophisticated take on this. Uh, Facebook, <laughs> fa- fa- Facebook, elite. <laughs> You were loving the opportunity to use this word today. And I don't like Facebook um, as a company. WhatsApp is okay as a messaging platform I, in terms of from a user's perspective, but it being owned by Facebook makes me very nervous. Mm-hmm. But it's where the people are. So how do we get people off WhatsApp? This, this is where he's going with this. He's waiting for like a, a, an evolution of this rather than... A... I don't think you and I get people off WhatsApp. Oh, you're joking. The same reason I'll put it in the show notes. Um, <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Honestly, I actually don't know. Um, I would like to stop using WhatsApp. But that's where the people are. So what am I supposed they to are. do? What, what, what do you do? I don't, I don't know. I mean, have you tried introducing other apps to, you know, even like your, fan, your family? You misses. No, no one will. Do you not see the opportunity to try it though and see if it rolls out that way? People, people aren't interested. They're like, just, just contact me on WhatsApp. I know, but it doesn't. It pains me whenever they say that, you know. And this security leak was ridiculous. You know, did you see what the, the crux of this one yes. was? They can't. They don't even have to accept the call. It just needs to start the call, and they've oh, got I'm, access to your whole device. I know. 
and they use that as oh cloak and daggers it's, it's fine we'll fix it ish but I can't get anyone off it so what we're going to do we're just going to carry on using it what we're going to do bury our head in the sand should about, we switch the it? internet off oh wouldn't that be great that black box in the IT crowd just throw it <laughs> pull the plug um <laughs> I'm struggling because I don't have a good answer. I I, I can only agree with your sentiments, but I don't have a good answer. What do you think? Oh, I'm like you. I'm a little bit lost for words. We've we've talked about this in the past. I've heard a lot of podcasts rant about it as well, and they're just saying exactly the same. What are we going to do? The geeks know that we shouldn't be using it, but we still end up using it anyway because that's where the the people are. We can't convince them. How do we convince people to get away from something that they are just so familiar with? They don't. You know, I'll, I'll just every night I'll say to my wife, put Facebook down, stop using Facebook. Oh, but I just want, no, you just stop it. Just, I will delete it for all you. But she won't, you know, it's it's part of their mindset now. It's it's how people unwind. They like to just voyeur their wall of shame, as it were, on Facebook and react to it that way. Um, I don't know what we're going to do about this, to be honest, but th- th- this thought piece from Pavel, our Pav, as I call him, <laughs> it just got me thinking. I wish we should send it. This should go out in the press. This would be brilliant in the Guardian or something, where people actually read things, you know. Or even wasn't this in the press? Wait, it's on the Telegraph. No, that Telegraph is his domain for Telegram, so it's not on official Telegraph. Do you know what? I didn't actually realise that. So, so we could get away with spamming this on WhatsApp, ironically. <laughs> Send it out, people will clickbait it and think, oh, it's the Telegraph. No, it's not. It's just a, an article by a guy that builds a really good system. Um, and I, I've, I've, I, you know, I've, I've used Telegram a couple of times. No, normally put it on there, unfortunately. So it's not really part of my typical everyday use. Um, but it does the right, the good job. And I love the fact that they are open source software. There's a point in here about the fact that WhatsApp is, um, where is it? Where is it? I can't find it now. I'm enjoying the noise you're making whilst looking for it. Amazing. Okay, unlike Telegram, WhatsApp is not open source, so there's no way for a security researcher to easily check whether there are backdoors in its code. Not only does WhatsApp not publish its code, they do the exact opposite. WhatsApp deliberately obfuscates their apps binaries to make sure no one is able to study them thoroughly. I'm just thinking, well, there's definitely... Why would they? This is their intellectual property. They're not going to open source their software. But if you can't even work out what's going on in the app, even through some clever proxy tools or anything like that. Right. I don't think we're going to get much further with this one. I, I, I wish I had an answer for I you. I know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's not a good article of the week after all. No, I think it is a very good article of the week. It's, we just need, maybe we need to open this up to the public. I mean, We've, there's, there's two things in this article, yeah. There's there's the stuff you've been talking about, which is which is great. Um, I agree with you. We should probably get away from anything owned by Facebook. But the then there's the other bit in here where he makes various outlandish claims. Um, he says in here, uh, I lost it. There are plenty of footnotes that reference his points, so I'm hoping he's got some supporting content to it. A few people outside the Telegram fan community realise that most of the new features are, I'm quoting here, uh, most of the new features in messaging appear on Telegram first and are then carbon copied by WhatsApp down to the tiniest details. So, I don't know if that's true. He goes on to say in the same paragraph, more recently we are witnessing the attempt by Facebook to borrow Telegram's entire philosophy with Zuckerberg suddenly declaring the importance of privacy and speed, practically citing Telegram's app description word for word in his F8 speech. Ooh. Again, I don't know. That's Telegram's quite... not, not the first, and it wasn't. It's not the only, and it wasn't the first end-to-end encrypted um, messaging application. I think you'll find iMessage was. Um, he goes on to say, uh, we at Telegram have to acknowledge our responsibility in forming the future. So either us or the Facebook monopoly. I wonder who he means by us. Is it us Telegram or us all other messaging apps? It's either, I'll go continue to quote, it's either freedom and privacy or greed and hypocrisy. Our team has been competing with Facebook for the last 13 years. We already beat them once in the Eastern European social networking market. 
we will beat them again in the global messaging market. We have to. I love that call to arms, but it's very sweeping. It's either freedom and privacy or greed and hypocrisy. Are those the only options? I don't think they're... Uh... Are, those, are those antonyms? I mean, I don't know. I think there's some question. Like in all articles of the beat, there's questionable stuff in here. There will be. In general, I'm so sympathetic to what he's saying. I don't have a lot of... I don't, I don't really have any rants for you. <laughs> oh, no. I think we're just on a par on this one. We just sort of agree. Facebook is wrong. The, these guys are trying to do the right thing, but when is it going to take over? And will it? I don't think it will. I mean, it's a lovely goal to go for, but the reality of this happening in our lifetime, very low. Although I do think the new generation are more susceptible to this. You know, they are... If you talk to kids nowadays, that they're all they are quite privacy conscious. They are they're actually losing touch with tech. I asked my son recently, it's like, well, you know, what 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 do you want to do when you're older? He said, I just want to make sure that we've got a plan to live on. He's more aware of like you know global warming and all the and political problems less than tech. But then when you come back to tech, they are using private messaging groups rather than public ones. They don't go on Facebook. They don't really like to use Instagram for sharing photos. They're more story focused, so it's, it's like disposable Snapchat sort of approach. Maybe that will help them shift up that, that you know balance over. But a current generation not interested. They are baked into the Facebook ecosystem, and not much chance of them breaking away. Really, maybe we could just take Facebook down. Well, you and me. That's it. Just me and you with all our skills. How are we going to do that? <laughs> Firebomb the office. Some um, dragons. <laughs> all right well thank you for that i think it's um i think it's a very worthy read it's worth read it, it hasn't not led to as much many rants. rants or bants no. as, as some because it's not that controversial it's not maybe it needs to be more controversial next time but good article to point out to people thank you sir all I right we can sum up in one word everything about that article to the beginning of the sea leads <laughs> um <laughs> go on it's your turn now mate what's going on it's picture of the week time. Do you mean picture of the week? Ooh, I like the way you went with that. Verbal diary with Sian James. On a lighter mood. Oh, please. We might need it. <laughs> My picture should not evoke any bleeping at all. Because I'll give you some context before I send you the picture. I was very fortunate last week. I got... Uh, to spend a couple of days um, at a conference. Okay. Uh, and the hotel, uh, it was in the hotel, and the hotel was down uh, somewhere near Vauxhall. Okay. Uh, and my train take took took me into Blackfriars. Okay. Oh, Secops. Am I, am I giving a lot away here, I, mate? I, uh, you normally tell me off for this. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so my train got into Blackfriars, and it was beautiful weather. Okay. Oh. It was those two last amazing week. days last week, Monday, Tuesday. The weather was, oh, it was beautiful. Oh, oh, oh. And um, I took the bold decision to walk from Blackfriars down to um, the hotel where this conference was. Bold. It was so beautiful. And it was about a 40-minute walk, 35 minutes. Oh, wow. Quite a long one then. It was, it was so beautiful. I think you're set up to quite happy now. 40-minute range from Black Forest. <laughs> that's not for my home. That's for where this conference was, which I'll never go back to oh, okay. again in my life, probably. But anyway. Um, and, um, yeah. I just... Every time I do something like this, where I get a chance to walk around any part of central London in sunshine, low, low stress, I had loads of time, perfect walking weather, sort of 17, 18 degrees, light breeze, bright blue skies. Perfect. I'm there now. Whenever, whenever I've got that opportunity, I just marvel at how beautiful London looks. It really is a beautiful city. In you should work in tourism. And so I took a picture. Naturally. And there I is one thing is. in this picture that upsets me very slightly, but overall, this picture just says everything to me about about where we are as a country. We need send like you a, a drum beat build up. So I'm just going to send this to you. I'm going to airdrop it to you. Jimbo. <laughs> Received. 
And let's have a look at this. Wow. Good pick. Let me paint a picture in words. Go on. For our listeners. Um, and, and if you zoom in, you can see just how good a picture that is. Okay, it's not exactly challenging conditions, but I do love the, a, good, a good phone cam. Um, I'm walking along the Thames. I'm on, a I'm on the shady side. It was the south side, so I did feel a little bit naughty about that because obviously the north side of the river is superior. But oh, um, of anyway, I'm on the south bank. I'm walking along. It's a little bit shady. It's just beautiful. And I just, I just really enjoyed the colour of the Thames at this point, the bits that aren't in shadow. Yep. Um, just, it just, just, just has that little hint of this river is really dirty. I'm thinking but the brown, grey. not as gray. dirty as it used to be. That's how it looks to me. And I quite like that. And I like the sky, a few wisps of cloud, but basically a blue sky. It's gorgeous sky. And as a metaphor for our country as it exists today, you look at that beautiful sky, you look at the, the river, active, there's boats moving around, there were people moving around, it's a bit difficult to see active in a station shot. But you, you get my point. Yeah. Um, I'm walking on a pedestrianised area, it's lovely. Um, there's people selling like little little uh, vans, selling coffee on there and everything. And you see in the distance the, uh, the seeds of democracy, the root of modern civilization, the houses of parliament. And they're undergoing a slightly shoddy repair right now. <laughs> and I think that's a brilliant metaphor for where our country is today. It's because gorgeous. the splendor is there. You see the Union Jack flying high. Um, and yet, the bit that everyone is really interested in, Big Ben, which is actually the bell, of course, of course. inside the Elizabeth Tower, as it's known now, uh, covered in scaffolding, looking a little bit ugly and a bit forlorn. And you see other parts of the building with scaffolding and various building works going on. And I thought to myself, on the surface, we try and pretend we're still this splendid country. Regal. But just go one little step below. And it, it's, just, it's just a patchwork. And I thought that was a lovely little metaphor. It's a fantastic And then metaphor. I carried on walking and forgot about that. And quite enjoyed myself because um, <laughs> it was just a little fleeting thought that made me take that picture uh, of seeing in the distance the the seeds of our democracy, the, the home of 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 a British rule, really struggling to hold itself up, hidden beyond a shitload of plasters. <laughs> so I quite like that metaphor, but also it's been a long time since I've actually walked past the Houses of Parliament. I've kind of forgotten how magnificent a building it is. Excuse me. Um, how much, how magnificent a building it is, and also um, how inappropriate it is for modern, for a modern parliament. And um, I would just like to join the other legions of people, all sort of three of them, I think there are, who are campaigning for a new building to be built to house parliament rather than repairing um, uh, Westminster. Mm. Um, at a cost of apparently three billion pounds. Um, because we've got that spare right now. Yeah, um, because it is crumbling. The building is crumbling. It's not um, fit for purpose anymore, is it? And um, so, like I say, it's yeah. a beautiful, beautiful Over building. Overall, I just love that picture. I love the fact that that was London in the spring. This is what the tourists have got to look forward to this year. <laughs> All those ten that will come in um, to Brexit Britain. Look, when was the last time you walked along the river? Along there? Oh, Any God. The like, like that section of the river, from, say, Actually... say, say from Southwark all the way up to, um, I don't know, the Vauxhall area. No. <laughs> I don't do we it. We should take verbal diary on, <laughs> on tour. tour. Because it's, it's a beautiful, false promise. beautiful part of the world. Uh, yeah, vexative. It is. It's fantastic. You see all the old historic buildings. You see the South Bank Centre and the National Film Theatre, which aren't that nice. But um, I really like that. I really, I really enjoyed myself. I had a lovely long walk, and I stopped off at lots of buildings and had a look at them. Not the inside, obviously, just the outside. I thought to myself, London is a fantastic city with a great history and beautiful buildings and a great river. And I, for a few moments, once again, felt proud to be British. Does he need a national anthem at the end of that speech? 
Well, then I got to the hotel where the conference was at and, you know, they laid on breakfast for about 30 people and 400 turned up. And I thought, once again, back in Britain. Brexit Britain. <laughs> Hashtag Brexit Britain, mate. <laughs> but anyway. Um, Good, awesome picture. It's a beautiful picture. I actually did that walk twice over those couple of days. And, and yeah, it was, it was lovely. I walked, I walked up the north side of the river uh that late that that was done in the morning i walked up the north side in the afternoon that afternoon in fact which was a bit of a longer walk and um not as nice i, mm. I must say i think i prefer walking along the south side than the north side which is not revolutionary because the north side is just a road um but yeah uh it was it was it was still interesting lots of interesting monuments um and um some perfect little spots for homeless people oh but no, I'm, I'm giving it a thumbs up, but I'm also looking at proportions and the angles of it. It's very well positioned. Has it been has it been restabilised or re-edited? Re Both that picture. Yeah. That's raw you, off the camera. Your mate. lines are really strong on this. With my skill as a photographer. Absolutely. It's a bloody miracle. No, I love the, I love the uh, the connotation of what you're seeing there, and it does say a lot. I've not really been down there much myself, if I've got to be honest. Verbal diary on tour. We need to do it on tour, fella. I think we did do Hashtag the... Hashtag VD tour. VD tour. That's a different one completely. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did go to Churchill's Bunkers once. That was probably about three years ago, I think it was. Me and my wife. Where was that? It's, it's around the corner from Houses of Parliament. Between, I think it's between there and Buckingham. So it's, it's kind of on the way. Um, and I did appreciate it when I went there that time, but that, to be honest, I've not been back much, so I don't... Oh, hang on, I have been in the last couple of years for a different event. I think it was work-related. Um, but again, I, I don't get to appreciate these things much often. I, I walk out the office, I go to Euston, and that's it. I'm out of London. I'm done, son. <laughs> get me north, quick. <laughs> Where we can afford a pint. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, yeah, that image says a lot. And I'm... Yeah, but I, I, I appreciate what you've done there. Right then, is it time? Should we do the socials? Do we? Do you have an episode title, or are we going to save it for the edit again? Oh, episode title. Um, Ransom pants. Ransom pants is a good one. What about censorship or something? Ransom pants. All the beeps. Ransom pants. Ransom pants. Bleep. Hashtag ransom pants. <laughs> That sounds like a good one. I need to work out what the emoji will be for that. Pants. Just a pair of pants. <laughs> <laughs> Run some pants. Okay, then. Wrap it up then, I guess. Okay. Do the socials. I'll do the socials. Right, then. As always, you can tweet me or James at Cy at Nautils, or you can go for the at Verbal Diary show shared handle. We are on Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify. I don't think we're going to bother with are YouTube. Apple Music? Yeah, it's or the same thing. Apple Podcasts. Oh, here we go. It's, it's the same thing. It's all under the same brand. But yeah, we're on Apple. <laughs> You're looking at me with such a thing. We are all over the podcast networks. You can find us on most of them and all the favourite podcast apps have us listed now. Um, hashtag us with Ransom Pants. <laughs> Get in touch and let us know what you think of the state of Britain as we see it today. We don't want them podcasts at all, though. No. <laughs> I don't want to get that route. <laughs> it's enough of the fuckers. Um, I think that's it. Are we done? I think we're done. We're done. Mic drop. Bleep.